But yeah, I have I have two different. I was like, "Welcome back to the podcast. It's a Mayan sex show. We're getting right into it." I was like, "I'm accompanied now with Lisa, my homegirl. Say hello, what's up, Lisa?" Hola. I was like, as well as my boy Alan. Alan's in the cut. Say what's oh, up. Ah. Oh wow, <laughs> we're in here. I know. I was like, Jai's in the in the kitchen cooking up some some grubs. We're really here to just talk all things sex, all things enlightenment, for real, for real. I was like, this podcast is about uh, all things related to sex and, you know, really desexualizing nudity as well as normalizing all things sex related within kinks and conversations. Um, and then I also have a, uh, a cosmic consciousness <laughs> podcast, which just uh, talks about, like, you know, uh, conspiracy theories as well as, like, what's really going on, you know, like, um, like why they're trying to put chips inside of, you know, everyone I now. conspiracy theory. Go for it. Do rubbers even work? Do rubbers even work? What is the point of protection within... What is a condom? Wholeheartedly, you know what? I was like, can you can you search that up right now? Do rubbers work? I wonder what the statistic is. I was like, I personally use lamb, like, lambskin condoms. And I feel horrible for saying that now. I didn't... Um, well, I was like, I guess I used, I used the lambskin condoms. Nowadays, it's kind of... Is it hard to find lambskin condoms? No, nah, they're just skin. It's called skin. They are the best condoms I've ever... Like, I, I, like, I liked protection, you know, especially when I was wilding out. Because mm-hmm. I did have a, I did have a stage, you know, and it, we're going to be real honest in here. I had a stage where, like, I was 100% addicted to validating myself through giving women orgasms. Mm-hmm. Like, like, that's why I got my tongue pierced, you know, like, I, like, I love... And now I just enjoy eating, you know, I enjoy giving oral you know in like a regular sense but because you should enjoy it too yeah right. yeah that's why i was like right. it's 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 normal to it's have it's always okay to like not enjoy and just like do like just like do your thing for her you know apparently they're 98 percent effective 90 but in what to what to what aspect i wonder why right. i wonder where where condoms why why were condoms exist uh like invented sorry didn't or discovered didn't, didn't male make condoms and female condoms yeah, because there's female condoms yeah. too. I think birth control. I Let's talk birth condoms. control. What are what are your? <laughs> how do you feel about birth control, Alan? Condoms. They're like like little cum buckets. They're Yo, we, they're <laughs> a foot sock. They're foot socks. They're, they're huge as fuck. They're huge as fuck. You ever see a, a woman control? condom? Yeah, birth um, control. I was like, we're getting real hectic in this. I hard. think the fact that men made it is kind of fucked up because it's like you know. We can't get pregnant by ourselves, and it's it's we can't pregnant ourselves, but through bone marrow, we don't have our own sperm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it is the man that needs to learn to control themselves. Right. Or we need not be animals. Learn how to no. pull out the right way. Not know? not even. So I like believe men, there's why? nothing wrong with having nowadays. unprotected nowadays. sex, in my opinion, because uh-uh. I have done that a lot. A lot. Right. Uh, it's not. I don't. I think there's a whole stigma against sex. A lot of people don't talk about sex enough. Which That's is which is why, why we're on this podcast. Right. Um, but I think if a female curated birth control or made a male birth control like they had talked about a couple of months ago to last year, I think they're not doing enough studies on that part, too. Because, like, right. how they say Mountain Dew kills sperm, they're probably a whole bunch of, like, that really good things. That was a mythbuster. Right, right. But I'm saying, like, I'm saying, in regards to that, there are probably a whole bunch of things that kill sperm that men can take. Just like things that like, but why? But why? I was like, with that. With that being like said, that. with that being said, because I feel like my my standpoint on that thing is that, so so then you so then you would take birth control. I have taken birth control, but I, I only took it twice and for a short amount of time because i really just didn't fuck with it so i feel like i feel like that's a way of like men trying to control, control women like how it, way, it does affect you know the, uh-huh. like the girls need to like you know not want to have sex it just like it doesn't the, their hormonal balances i was like their their body's chemistry it's legitimately like thrown off that you put in your body it, it, it's taking something away from you like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know. like yeah wholeheartedly i was like that's why i was like you know like they can be like 
they can be depressants. So with that being said, I was like, shouldn't you? Shouldn't you? Look at skinny people. Or the way the way that I say it, like, isn't it not even in a sense of like, oh well, like you should only fuck if you're like trying to get pregnant but isn't it in a sense like you should only fuck unprotected if like or be with that person in a the sense the purpose of sex in a biblical and physiological standpoint is to mate and to be connected yes. with your partner no that's you believe in polyamory and like, it depends on like what you're like if what we're talking about we're talking but about like, the main purpose of sex is for mating and for your that to you for for no, you no, no, that's the, just the purpose of life yeah basically. yeah I was like, but 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 right. we got to understand that that's only that's only our perspective because yes i believe that it's for that it's for like we should be able to fuck whenever we want to as long as we know that there's a chance we're gonna get pregnant, right? Because it's mm-hmm. not, it's not always. If every you, time you get nutted and you don't get pregnant, why it's you want to know a form of natural yeah. birth control? When a woman knows her ovulation period, mm-hmm. right? Her she can check that shit out. She can go a week. Do you week have the app? Weeks. Women can go. Do you have the app? I do have an app. Yeah, but yeah. even even with that, you can check it without works. an app. Knowing like, your body, knowing like your body, you know when you can have yeah, when you can right. have sex. And so what? You can't fuck for one week, nigga. You'll be fine. Maintain your fucking. That doesn't mean she can't suck you, me. <laughs> I mean, we can get real into, bro, real into sixty nine and don't. I was like, but that's, but that's the truth. I was like, we're we're not talking about what we can do, right? I was like, so much is like, oh, we gotta change ourselves. Now nah, we should be naturally Have just doing it correctly and safely. Show is too hot to handle. No, what is no, that? So, um, I I watched the Brazil one too because I'm like super into Portuguese. But anyways, so the whole premise of the show is there's ten hot, sexy singles that okay. go and they think they're on like some paradise show where they're just gonna fuck and go ham but the whole purpose of the show is you have to connect because you had all these uh superficial connections teach me how to dougie uh-huh <laughs> so so the whole point of the on the show is you're not allowed to have sex kiss touch have you petting they can't masturbate none of that shit mm-hmm. for whatever amount of time they're on the island uh-huh. and they have to learn about themselves, about the relationships with others, and how mm-hmm. they can be better. Knowing your body. Yeah, I was like, I was like, be- abstinence island. <laughs> well, not I was like in a, in a to a certain extent, right? Because it's not abstinence from because you're not withholding yourself from it. I was like that talks. No, like, someone else is telling you to. Yeah, like I had I had a conversation, and I'm I don't know if I, I actually don't know if I recorded about it now, or this might be the podcast about it. So I guess I have to check on the podcast. But mm-hmm. I talked about. No, it's definitely this one. I meant, I had to talk about incels, right? Like involuntary celibate. Like there were some men who like legitimately are, are like see interactions with like um, interracial couples or any couples. Like they see any like female interaction, right, with another male or like by themselves as like them not being able to appease her her needs to be worthy enough to be with her, right? So they legitimately like there was a couple cases. I've never heard of that. Yeah, incels, bro. And like there's been a couple uh, like this guy ran up on on this sorority, right? On the most popular sorority house um in the world uh, in the country, I'm pretty sure. I was like you can fact check me and I, this is for entertainment purposes only, so like Anything you hear, if you want to know information about it, go, like, do your research on it, right? I'm not here do to do research, research for anyone. This podcast is wholeheartedly just free talking. Like, we're just bringing new ideas, perspectives. Yeah, we're, yeah, we'll talk about being asexual. Worms are asexual. A lot of them earthworms. Worms are asexual? Earthworms, earthworms are asexual, bro. Seahorses. Seahorses, too. Yeah, and I was like, and it's so crazy to, wait, like, wait, think wait, that, male, like. but the male is the one that gives birth to males. Yeah, but I was like, because the women shoots the eggs into the male in order for the male to fertilize those the eggs shot in. It is. It teaches you. It teaches you how fucked up, like, people, we made it sometimes. <laughs> Anyways, back to what we were talking about. This is getting everywhere. Yeah, I was like, he, he, he wound up, like, banging on the door, right? And normally they would answer. Normally they would answer. And so, like, none of them answered. No one. They didn't answer. And so a group of two girls and a guy, I'm pretty sure, like, double check me on that. I was like, because I'm not 100% sure. But went 
And nah, he's good. Keep on doing it. You're good. I was like, bring out, bring in the tunes. I was like, he, uh, he went and ended up shooting the three of them. Yeah, and then shooting himself by the time the cop came. You know, it's like, it's crazy, bro. To, like, people legitimately are thinking that they're in a position of oppression, right? And that goes, like, beyond just sex, bro. I think in American Horror Story, they have, like, a season based off that story with, like, a sorority house. Yeah, like, it's crazy. They have a season, and I think it was dedicated to that story. That's Heck, super- yeah. <laughs> she got Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I, I was like, like, birth control, like what she said about men be- making birth control and being a part of this woman, like, controlling women in a way, you know? Um, like, I don't know. Skinny, stop being such an omelet. Yeah, she's lit. Omelet. She looks like an egg. Mr. Murph? Mr. Murph. Mr. Murph. Mr. Muff, but yeah, like so that's that's crazy. Depressed. I was like, huh? Yeah. I said a woman sh- shouldn't have to be depressed off birth control and you know birth control and you know I don't know, like in if order. a woman were to put something in a man in salmon in like a man's Everyone, product, it would be a whole different story. In a man's Murphy? product, yeah. Murphy? Everybody, that's a lot. Nice to meet you, yeah. Lisa. Was he good? We're, good. We're, we're on. A, I'm recording my podcast right now. It's a mind sex show. We're just talking about sex. Is there anything that you feel isn't talked about enough within sex and the realms of it, or that you felt like like you? Damn, you just do me into a loop. <laughs> I know, I know, I do that. That's what this podcast is for. <laughs> any kinks? Any whatnots? Neither you can think of. That's okay. That's okay. Well, I was like, you you plunder that. Game of like, oh, I'm gonna pretend like I don't like you. Yeah. Like what's you. up? What's up with that? Like that? I was like, why can't we just be authentically like, like, hey, I think you're a cool person. Why can't <laughs> be in the wild if I see you for nineties when you're. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if we, if you both, both, if we both. You know why? You know why? Because everybody is afraid of projection. Right. Yes. I don't believe everyone because remember, I was like, I'm not afraid of projection. Listen, I'm talking Shit. about. <laughs> Humans, Homo sapiens as a whole. As a ma- as like yeah, but that's as a gen- large mass. As a generalization, society, the majority yeah. is afraid of projection. The majority okay. listens okay. to the internet. Twenty first <laughs> century. The majority <laughs> listens to what everybody else thinks and says instead of their own ideals. I was like, but we should break out that matrix, right? That system. I was like, yeah. wholeheartedly. But until then, yeah. we're all fucked. Like, yeah, I was like, that's why I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm divinely connected and protected. Not, well, do you need validation? I don't do think we you need, need validation, validation? But it's okay to take opinions from other people and you know just and put it into knowledge. Is, yeah, I, I don't that feel like you need to make point. that who you are. You exactly. Like knowledge is power. <laughs> uh huh. What is the same? Hardly. I was like, I was like with with knowledge. With knowledge is power too. I was like with me saying that like I found like myself you know like very addicted to finding my like um you know validation through like oral stimulation or just like gratifying women through sex and like being so like addicted to sex and like just being like used as like a tool you know like anytime someone wanted to like regardless of if i wanted to or not i felt like i needed to because they wanted to you know and i I felt like i like it was like if i were to have stood up for myself and be like well you know honestly i really don't find you attractive like i really don't think that like we should because of like a b or c it put me into that position, right? So, like, that was my fault. And, um... Yeah. 
But yeah, I was like, I feel like, I feel like, think about this, right? What I, what I like to think about it is that like, what if, what if, you know, what I, what I, what I thought or like what I came to one of these times is that like legitimately like eating pussy, like you gain so much knowledge, you know, like that is 100% like an energetic, like if you manifest that into it, like you are legitimately like, like healing your throat chakra, like channeling those energies right. like into yourself, into the you know that third sex eye. Is more than sex. Exactly, I was sex like, I feel like sex, sex is so powerful. You know that energy exchange within sex is so strong, and and it's not talked about. You know, as an energy as an energy exchange. You know, like I feel like yo, we no one talks about SCDs or STIs or like legitimately. <laughs> what? DVDs or VHSs? Yeah, or DVDs or VHSs. You know, VHS was a great movie, but. Yeah. That ass. No, it's okay. I, I was like, why. that's what this podcast is for. About, like, no one talks about SCDs, SCIs, whatever, whatever. Uh-huh. And also the spiritual aspect of it. You're giving someone else a piece of you, whether you know it or not. Exactly. That's why they say, this is back to the topic of what we're talking about. Oh, well, unprotected sex don't matter. Protect sex don't matter. But at the end of the day, maybe it does. If you, that's my question. That was gonna, that's what I was going to lead to. Do you feel like right. if you were in a condom, that sexual, I mean, that like sexual energetic exchange isn't exchanged? Uh, you know what I've no, noticed? When you, when you, when a guy, as people yes. are him, when a guy comes inside of you. Uh-huh. That's definitely it. You feel Those a whole bunch oils. of rush. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Essential oils, huh? I like that. You're attached to that person. Like, okay, like, I'm attached to him. It's fine. Right. Should you be attached to anything? Well, sorry. I was like, we'll ask that question later on. You're getting way, way too, too deep. Yeah. I was like, but I was like, the, is, there, here, is there too deep? Is there too deep? I jumped. What are they even talking about? Oh, too deep. I think said too deep. I'm like, you mean from gorillas? <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, but yeah, keep but going. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I almost lost my train of thought. That um, attachment. I think it is your own personal decision whether you want to exchange that energy, whether you feel like you're exchanging energy, whether you wear a condom or not. That as well as SCVs, STIs, and so on and so forth. Right. Like we were, like we were talking about prior to, it's a, it's a subconscious or conscious right. allowing of that energy There's exchange. Too many, like the possibilities are endless. It's too many. For too sure, many. for sure. Do not protect against STDs and HIV. Make sure you get tested every six months and keep your coochie and your I'm out of here. That'd be amazing. Yep. Oh, that was Thank so fast. We're having such a good conversation. Yeah, I'm gonna feel service. Uh, uh, it was nice to meet you. Thanks for t- thanks for like tuning in. I was like, check it out. The Mindsex <laughs> Show. Check it out on Spotify. That's my best friend slash coworker yeah. slash landlord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Love you. Aww. Nice to on her. From Chicago. Gangster, gangster. We all up from Chicago. Babe. I just picked my nose. It was beautiful, but yes, <laughs> sexual energy. It was exchange that exchange. It's it's just insane. I was like, we we've had a lot of good, a lot of good discussions so far. Truly, I was like, it's only been 15, 15 minutes, and so much has been said. You know, so much has been talked about. But yeah, those, the incels were crazy. I was like, there there was a um. Oh, no, I did talk about it in my last podcast. <laughs> I just remembered, yeah, because the first and two chapters are based off of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, made a, I made a poem, you guys. That was cool. That was super cool. I was like, you guys should also check out my other, my other socials. Um, I'm super excited to be talking about this stuff. I was like, I love, I love how, how, how well it's been going, you know, how, how open 
everyone seems to be like adding in and like throwing in the perception because i feel like everyone has a very strong individual perception of sex and i feel like that's so cool you know and that we could really come together like as much as we do with music onto this topic and like really make it more of a enjoyable and free like experience um you know i was like with that being said i'm going to read um like, like, yeah, like you're connected to everything oh, around you. Okay. But yeah, I'm unconnected. I'm, I'm gonna read yeah. a, uh, a chapter out of the, the entitled book. Um, so I'll get into that. I'll get into that right now. I was like, I'll get into that right now. I'm gonna I'm come on over to the kitchen area. You're making tortellinis? Heck yeah, that's cool. I'm gonna read a chapter out of this book called entitled how male privilege hurts um they kind of just range to be honest depending on like what i want to talk about it's a very free um podcast i was like i keep a general like we're reading this book right now so like every podcast i will discuss or read a portion of this book um entitled how male privilege hurts women by kate main um yeah the author of down girl yes yes we do uh, we're on chapter three right now. Uh, Mind sexual listeners and followers. We are on chapter three. Unexceptional on the entitlement to sex. Ray Florick, a Minnesota woman in her mid 50s, had long been battling throat cancer. As of 2013, she had some 15 surgeries. She was often in pain, but that day the pain was in her arm. I had shoveled snow the day before and kind of thought, wow, what did I just do? Her voice scratches. She asked Randy Vatt, her on-again, off-again boyfriend, to bring her cigarettes and a six-pack of Twisted Tea, a mildly alcoholic, <laughs> alcoholic beverage. He obliged and laid down the receipt, seeming not to notice Ray's arm in a makeshift sling fashioned from a dish towel. Ray paid him back immediately, then offered to make him lunch to thank him, but Randy didn't want lunch. He wanted sex. Ray demurred, saying, I'm not feeling good. I just... No, Randy replied, well, that's okay, babe, because last time I was here, you took two more times after you crashed. Because the last time I was here, I took you two more times after you crashed. Did you just hear that sentence that came out of my mouth? The last part was not the beginning of it. Yo, what the? All right, did you, am I in sex, so, podcast, let me, let me break this down one more time. Okay, a woman, Ray Florick, with cancer with cancer okay asked her on again off again boyfriend to bring her cigarettes and a six pack of twisted tea paid him back immediately then offered to make him lunch to thank him but he said he wanted sex and when she replied no that she was tired he then replied with and i'm gonna read it randy replied well that's okay babe because last time i was here i took you two more times after you crashed I wonder if they meant fell asleep. Ray needed a few moments to absorb what she That's was hearing. Crazy. Yo, you can't do that. She finally responded. That's date rape. Indeed. It's yo. What the f- what in the world? It's rape. Okay, first off, I'm a light ass sleeper. Simpler. Do you not wake up with a dick inside you? Could not be me. Let me tell you right Any, now. I mean, yeah, but indeed, it's date. It's rape simpliciter. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Some after she crashed, she crashed. So yeah. I guess she like completely passed out. We're talking about twisted tea. Of course, you're gonna slay him, man. Yeah. 
<laughs> she finally responded, that's date rape. Indeed, it's date, it's uh, rape simpliciter. On the night Randy was referring to, Ray and Randy had consensual sex. Afterward, Ray took painkillers to soothe her sore throat and drank two twisted teas. She fell asleep and slept soundly. She slept through the two times Randy had sex with her, raped her while she was unconscious. Ray later reported that she felt so betrayed, I had no say in it. I had no idea what he did to my unconscious body. After three weeks spent thinking over what to do, Ray contacted a friend whose husband was in law enforcement who turned who in turn called the sheriff a deputy came to ray's house and ray proposed secretly taping randy confessing the deputy the deputy said no claiming falsely that this would be um entrapment ray proceeded anyways after buying a video camera at walmart she slit openly the belly of a teddy bear and placed the camera inside it she sir serpentitiously recorded two conversations in which randy admitted to what he had done in the first of these ray you knew i was out passed out because that's what you said that day in the kitchen babe that night after you passed out i had you two more times randy no i didn't say passed out ray what did you say what did you say i don't think you said passed out crashed randy i have no idea it wasn't passed yeah well we were sleeping ray crashed Randy, sleeping, when you were sleeping, I had you when you were sleeping. Ray, I had you when you were sleeping, that's right. Randy, yeah? Ray, yeah? Randy, yeah, and I did. Ray wasn't sure the first recording had worked properly, so she invited Randy back over the next day, a snippet of their conversation over pizza. Ray, Rand, I had to be gross when I'm crashed and you're fucking me, God. Randy, you're beautiful when you're crashed and I'm fucking you, stop it. Stop bringing it up, you're beautiful. What the f- ah, fuck? I'm disturbed. What the fuck? Ray I'm went to the police disturbed. with the recordings. Her throat was bothering her particularly bad that day, so she spoke in a hoarse whisper and at times was barely audible. However, she was quite clear. Randy had sex with her against her will after she had taken her medication. Is that what you're reporting? The detective dean sheriff asked her. Absolutely, Ray answered. But detective sheriff warned her repeatedly. There's always two sides to every story. And nine times out of ten in cases like this, it's a he said, she said type deal. And she said, he said. However you want to put it. A week later, sheriff called Randy into the police station. The conversation was cordial. Sheriff, like I told you yesterday, I just want to talk to you about what her report was and get your version of how things played out. I'm not interested in locking you up or anything. You, whatever you tell me here today, you're going to walk out of here, okay? You're not charged with anything. You are not under arrest. You are not anything like that. It's just, Randy, really? Really is a sad deal. Sheriff, well, I know. It's something no one wants to deal with, but we got to. Randy, I appreciate that. Sheriff, a report has been made, and in this case, it's she is allegedly a fairly serious allegation that there was some sexual contact between two of you when she was under the influence of a prescription drug is what she's saying randy told sheriff essentially the same story he told ray he had sex with ray while she was unconscious she didn't say yes or no he recalled randy denied that it was rape and described it had what happened to be romantic this and continues to be very painful this has and continues to be very painful to me he added later in a simplicit bid for empathy Recall that empathy, as I construe it, is the 
disproportionate or inappropriate sympathy extended to a male perpetrator over his similarly or less privileged female targets or victims in cases of sexual assault, harassment, and other misogynistic behavior, given that misogyny often involves punishing and blaming a woman for her had behavior bad by the lights of patriarchal norms and expectations that is you can understand empathy as the flip side of misogyny it is it's under study mirror image it's natural i bet highly unjust compliment misogyny takes down women and empathy protects the agents that take down oppression partly by painting them as good guys empathy goes hand in hand <clears throat> excuse me i deeply i deeply excuse myself um, empathy goes hand in hand with blaming or erasing the victims and targets of misogyny when the sympathetic focus is on the perpetrator she will often be subject to suspicion and aggression for drawing attention to his misdeeds her testimony may hence fail to gain the upper take instead those who are empathic find endless excuses uh, find endless excuses for the perpetrator one striking case in point was that of brock turner the 19 who sexually assaulted chanel miller 22 after a stanford university fraternity party while she was unconscious despite the fact that turner was caught in the act of violating miller behind a dumpster by two swedish graduates who performed a citizen's arrest many people expressed skepticisms that turner could possibly be a racist racist i meant rapist apologies one of his friends' opinion that Turner's crime was completely different from a woman getting kidnapped and raped as she is walking to her car in the parking lot. That is rape. I know for a fact that Brock is not one of the, these people, she wrote in her statement, um, attesting to his good character. What had transpired was due to a camp-like university environment where things get out of hand, she claimed. And she asked the judge not to base his sentencing on the testimony of a girl who doesn't remember anything but the amount she drank. Most people still cite Miller's alcohol consumption as a decisive factor in the case. This, of course, is a, is a classic victim blaming. Instead of blaming the victim, others who expressed empathy with Turner tried to erase Miller from the story in an act of Hersher, as I call it. Numerous news stories referred to Turner's swimming prowess and the loss of his bright future never mentioning miller's miller's rights as brock's many supporters even after the conviction they believed he remained entitled to impunity their support was unwavering they refused to call it assault only called it the horrible mess this unfortunate situation and still they said brock is not one to believe that he is above the law or has any special privilege as a woman i have never felt intimidated by him whatsoever in his mother's three-and-a-half-page single-space statement, I was not mentioned once. Earsher is a form of oppression. I The refusal to see. The refusal to see, right? So the, in that in that statement, they didn't even talk or discuss discuss her at all. That is crazy. Mean, and sorry, to get back to it. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Turner's father bemoaned the fact that his son could no longer enjoy a nice rib I steak fresh of the grill. Having lost his appetite, the loss of Turner's happy-go-lucky and easygoing demeanor struck his father as being a travesty rather than the appropriate outcome of his son's criminal wrongdoing. Yet, more shockingly, the, the judge in this case, Aaron Persky, was 
prepared to take Turner's family and friends' word for it when it came to his being a good guy. In response to Turner's a fomented female friend, Persky said, to me, that just rings true. It sort of corrupts corroborates the evidence of his character up until the night of this incident, which has been positive. Similarly, Turner's father described his son's crimes as a mere 20 minutes of action out of his 20, 20 minutes of action out of his 20 plus years of life. I mean, yeah, he, he, he did something, right? He, he did something. I was like, accountability on, on, on the sides, you know, like, Oh, just just not not taking or seeing like what happened at all like just completely ignoring and just like like they said erasing it like she said like kate wayne said erasing it bro that's crazy um getting back to it but as we know those who commit sexual assault are often repeat offenders making these assumptions about turner otherwise good behavior likely too optimistic after the trial it in fact emerged that turner had leered at and made inappropriate comments to female members of the Stanford swimming team, for example. Two young women had also reported Turner to the police for being touchy with them and dancing with them in a creepy way. At another Stanford party at the same fraternity just one week before he assaulted Miller, though the reports came six months after he committed the crimes against her. As Miller notes, these stories were all absent from the image his loved ones and media projected. The Washington Post had even called him squeaky clean and babyface. Following these exercises in empathy and harsher, Turner was sentenced to a mere six months in a county jail of which he served just three plus three years probation. Persky worried that a lengthier sentence would have a severe impact on Turner's future. What about the woman he had victimized and those he might victimize going forward? Police, Maryland police, Maryland shoot, school shooter apparently was lovesick teen read the Associated Press headline. It was describing a 17-year-old boy, Austin Rollins, who had shot two of his classmates, including his ex-girlfriend, Jalen Willie. She was declared brain dead and taken off of life support one day later, thus making Rollins a murderer. Some people protested the sympathetic reframing of the headline, but it proliferated, having been syndicated by many major news outlets, including ABC, MSN, and The Time magazine. Texas school shooter killed a girl who turned down his advances and embarrassed him in class, mother says. Read a headline in the Ellis and the Los Angeles Times. A 17-year-old boy, Demetrius Purgatis. Pur, Pur, Purgatis? Demetrius? I don't know how to say the now, last name. Pogatries? Pogortzies. Pogortzies? Sub. Quentinly confessed to opening fire and murdering 10 people, including Shauna Fisher, a girl who had rejected him. Shauna had four months of problems from this boy, according to, according to her mother, Sadie Rodriguez. He kept making advances on her, and she repeatedly told him no. Patrice had reportedly increased the pressure until Shauna stood up to him in a class, embarrassing him in front of their classmates. He shot her a week later, along with seven others and two teachers. 
Pago's family, I'm going to turn it to Pago's, Pago's family released a statement saying they were as shocked and confused as anyone else by the events that had occurred. Moreover, we are gratified by the public comments made by other Santa Fe high school students that show Dimitri as we know him, a smart, quiet, sweet boy. What we have learned from media reports seems incompatible with the boy we love. These testaments to the shooter's sweetness may have been gratifying to his family, but they were grotesquely misleading and added deep moral insult to the victim's fatal injuries. EXNRL player Rowan Baxter dies alongside his three kids, estranged wife and Brisbane car fire tragedy read one initial headline read one initial headline former NRL star Rowan Baxter appeared to be a fun-loving father who was always showering his three young children with love and affection read caption to a photo accompanying another story about the incident Baxter had killed his recently estranged wife Hannah Clark and their three children Aaliyah Lanaya and Trey by dousing their car with gasoline and setting fire to it baxter died shortly after the incident due to self-inflicted stab wounds police detective mark thompson had said he was keeping an open mind about these events in queensland australia australian journalist Beta bonita ardit commented on twitter congratulations to the queensland's police for keeping an open mind and awaiting proper evidence included the possibility that Rowan Baxter might have driven too far. But note the misplaced outrage. How dare police deviate from the feminist script of the seeking excuses and exam and explanations when women stab their partners to death or drive their children into dams, but immediately judging a man into these circumstances as simply rep representing the evil violence that is in all men. Representing the evil violence that is in all men, bro. What that is not in all men, that is not well. Oh, I guess that's what we have to make not in all men, right? See, that's what happens. I told you, like society, they go for anything and everything as the majority, you know? They don't know there are people out there like you who have different minds. Everybody out here is like-minded, it's a problem, yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm not society at all. I'm definitely a cosmic being. I was like, anyways, anyhow. Um, at Ardent was honored earlier in 2020 by being appointed a member of the old of the Order of Australia, an honor similar to being an OBE for significant service to the community as a social com commentator to the gender equity through ad advocacy for men. Empathy, empathy often radically distorts the framing of men's violence against women as well as children in some cases. Empathy imaginatively transforms per sub presumptively brutal murders into understandable acts of passion or alternatively warranted or warranted Deparation, and it is imagine, imaginative, imaginatively, and and it imaginatively turns other crimes such as rape into mere misunderstandings and alcohol-fueled mishaps. In the case of Ray Floric, Randy Vanett was never arrested or charged or persecuted for the crimes to which he had admitted. Dean Sheriff, the detective who interviewed Ray and Randy, a sheriff deputy in the county for three decades, has subsequently retired. Reporter Mark 
Greenblatt interviewed Sheriff at his home about why this case never resulted in an arrest. Greenblatt, really the subs- the substance of what the victim was allegedly was that Randy had sex with her while she was asleep or passed out. Sheriff, mm, mm-hmm, affirmative. Greenblatt, and that she didn't consent to that? Sheriff, right. Greenblatt, is that a crime? Sheriff, it, ca- it could be. Yeah, it is. I shouldn't say could be. It is. But the rest of the elements there to convict him of that crime? Greenblatt, what evidence would you need if the of the suspect if the suspect acknowledges having sex with someone while they are asleep do you need more evidence than that sheriff well yeah you have two people the victim saying one thing and the suspect saying no 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 i didn't do that that's what you have there there's nothing there's no physical evidence or any sort of witness that you're going to prove that case you have had the interviews you had no physical evidence you had a he said she said type deal with you had a recording greensblade with respect sir what was said he said she said about it he acknowledging said that he acknowledgingly said that he had sex with someone that he thought was drunk and passed out what's he said she said about that it didn't matter in the case nor does it matter in many cases like it it wasn't a he said she said scenario in reality what matters is the relevant crash of interest when there's no direct disagreement over the fact no contradiction between what is asserted by her and what is denied by him in some cases as in this one he may just flat out admit to his crime but no action is taken against him and to some as well and to some as we'll see he may even be perceived as her victim the interview went on greenblade in your mind what does it take to be con to convince you to make an arrest in a sexual assault case Sheriff, a lot of things sometimes, and sometimes not. It's a case-by-case deal. Greenblade, when the suspect admits it, admits to it in front of you in a recorded interview, that's, Sheriff, I'm not going to argue the law with you. I decided not to arrest him. He didn't get charged. That's the way it is. I moved on to the next case. I didn't, I don't know what else to tell you. Earlier, the detective had commented on his rationale. Sheriff, not to say that there wasn't proof beyond a reasonable doubt, but there was just, there just wasn't enough solid probable cause to make an arrest on this case it was she said he said there was a time lapse from the time it was reported there was there were they were in a consensual relationship it wasn't an arrestable case the idea that there could be no proof beyond a reasonable doubt but not probable cause is incoherent it should be noted the former standard of evidence for a crime is much higher than the latter the interview concluded Greenblade, it is not the case that a woman can be raped when she... Is it not the case that a woman can be raped when she knows someone? Sheriff, well, yeah, it can happen. But I wouldn't... But I would bet if you went and gathered all the cases that sort of... Of that sort that were investigated and compared it to how many people were even charged, it's going to be pretty minimal that they were that were charged. It just doesn't happen for whatever reason. Again, that's up to the prosecutors and the courts, and that's our fine system. This, all right, let me let me let me re let me let me reread that conclusion. Let me reread that conclusion, right? Because he because in his I was like in his oh in his in his in his in his in the interview's conclusion, right? He just went to saying that that the system is corrupt. 
and there's and there's, something that you can do about and there's it. nothing that we can do about it and that is so false and we are really like with this podcast with it yeah with that pot with this podcast like we are bringing the light to it right i was like this is why i feel like we should be talking about this why this podcast should be shared and like i love that that the nine people w- listening in hopefully you guys have heard it to this point and like made it to this point however to each and every one of you to each and every one of you who find this podcast who who come back or who only listen once a month twice a month three times out of a week I, i'm like i i appreciate you i appreciate you wholeheartedly i thank you and i thank myself for one i thank me for making it and for you know bringing it to the people and i thank you guys because you guys are the reason why it's able to happen you know i appreciate you guys sharing it and i appreciate you guys even listening even one listen just shows me that hey if i can help one person with with my with my with my readings of this book with my readings of different books like we can we can change we can change and we can be that change right it starts with us and so i thank you guys and i'm gonna reread that the conclusion right now right which is crazy greenblatt is it not the case that a woman can be raped when she knows someone? Is it not the case that a woman can be raped when she knows someone? That the case. Is it not the case that when a woman is raped, it can be by someone that she knows, right? Okay. The sheriff responded, well, yeah, it can happen. But I would bet if you went and gathered all of the cases of that sort that were investigated and compared it to how many people were charged, it's going to be pretty minimal that were charged. It's, it's just, it just doesn't happen for whatever reason. Again, that's up to the prosecutors and the courts. And that's our fine system. And that's our fine system. You know what I want? I want, I want, I want to go back. I'm, yo, if people knew what, 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 what it meant to have, have a true judge in court, bro, you know how many judges are standing inside of their booths and not being able to serve our government anymore because of the actions that they've done. We are free people, bro. Free people. The prosecutor, Todd Webb, said that one reason for their declining to prosecute Randy Vennett was that the victim in this case could not can't testify to what happened because she has no personal knowledge of what happened. But that's hardly surprising, given that she was unconscious when she was assaulted and that the victims of a murder are inconsiderably worse position to testify to the crime against them but somehow persecutors managed to press on in their absence another persecutor jim Allstead, said he thought that the teddy cam recordings were unfair to randy that he had been set up when asked why ray would try to frame him as opposed to having tried to pursue justice Alstead replied maybe she's on welfare or maybe she's what or maybe she was lying about not being an illegal or maybe she was lying about not being an illegal drug user he then offered without evidence when it comes to empathy hersher and victim blaming there's no shortage of possibilities and so we see that rape involves so much more than individual bad apples it involves bad actors who are enabled practically protected and even fostered by a empathic social system when it comes to the failings of this system there are no shortages of possibilities either it's not just police officers declining to make arrests on ad hoc basis and prosecutors declining to file charges in many jurisdictions in the united states rape cases are being routinely dis- disposed of by what is known as exceptional clearance in 2018 the center for investigative reporting journalists 
in conjunction with reporters from ProBlica and Newsy conducted a year-longing investigation into this practice. They filed Freedom of Information Act requests to obtain data from 110 major cities and counties, although they succeeded in securing records for only about 60. They found that in almost half of these, police officers had used the designation of exempts uh, the designation of exceptional clearance to close the majority of rape cases. They found that in almost half of these, police officers has used the designation of exceptional clearance to close the majority of rape cases. According to Lieutenant Dom McDevitt, commander of of the Sex Crimes Unit in Philadelphia, the classification of applies or is meant to apply only to the case where you know the crime you're able to prove a crime occurred you have a victim you know where the person is and who they are and either the persecutor doesn't want to persecute or the victim doesn't want to go forward with the case a department of of justice official confirmed that exceptional clearances are supposed to be just that exceptional and that to apply only when, despite sufficient evidence for an arrest, the arrest is unfeasible for some reason. For example, the, sus- the suspect is already incarcerated or deceased, or the victim refuses to cooperate. In cases of homicide, exceptional clearances tend to make up only around 10% of clearances. This means that 90% are cleared cases that are cleared by arrest, leaving of course a significant portion to cases uncleared unsolved or open yet when it comes to rape many police departments appear to be floating their own policies and some of the cases journalists followed from start to finish a young woman had her rape case exceptionally cleared despite her determination to move forward with it a rape kit involved a keep rip sorry a a rape kit revealed that she had injuries and bruises consistent with the sexual assault she had reported. She cooperated fully with the police and said repeatedly she wanted justice. The police identified the man she had accused. She claimed that alleged attack was who claimed that the alleged attack was consensual. Two years after going to the police, this woman received a letter out of the blue saying her case had been cleared two weeks earlier exceptionally. There was nothing more she could do. Case closed. It was over. What the fuck? They found the dude, though. They should have Meanwhile, many cities and counties boast of high clearance rates, making no distinction between cases that are actually resulted in arrest and those cleared via exceptional means. Exceptional clearances thus threaten to skew public re- perception with regard to policy efficiency. While extremely high rates of exceptional clearances in rape cases may be views, may be news to many people, there is a growing awareness in liberal circles, at least of the problems of untested rape kits. Recent testing of some 10,000 previously tested rape kits discovered during a routine tour of Detroit Police Storage Warehouse resulted in the identification of 1817 serial rapists. Of, of 800, hold on, I'm so sorry. I misread that, my apologies. During a routine tour of a Detroit Police Storage Warehouse resulted in the identification of 817 serial rapists according to Wayne County Persecutor Kim Worthy, there are an estimated 400,000 untested rape kits nationwide, and the existing evidence suggests that rapists commit between 7 to 11 rapes on average before being apprehended. 
worthy elaborated we had many jurisdictions across the states that have found these kits and are not doing anything that are saying it didn't happen on our watch but i don't know how anybody can look at this problem square in the face and say that no one should no one would be saying this and you wouldn't be even have to ask the question if there were talking about homicides because the, it's sexual assault for whatever reason it's very easy to, for some folks to sweep this under the rug according uh, so, apologies Woo, i'm really feeling this this story wow this chapter is insane bringing us such such insight within you know the corrupt system yo you hearing this game you hearing the book bro you weren't no it's cool i was like this music's crazy this music's good it's going along with the music yeah i was like it is going along with the music it's 9 45 august 15th sunday clock time relevance you know, I'd be living on some spiritual time half the time, you know, but I, I like to live on that balance. You know, we got to live within our spirit, within our body, and within our, within our mind. You know, we got to really, really own that tranquility. Woo! And I got a little carried away. I'm going to fix my posture here. I'm, I'm going I'm to fix my posture here, and I'm going to get right back into, uh, into telling and, and discussing this topic, right? This, this topic, this this. This chapter, chapter three. Wow, look at this beautiful tree I see before me. Wow, I'm gonna get into some poetry. I, I feel like I'm about to just start, start getting into poetry. Wow. Another sobering reality of the rape kits that had previously gone untested, some 86% of the victims were people of color, primarily girls and women. As Worthy puts it, you're not going to find too many blonde-haired, blue-eyed, white women with untested kits. Their kits are treated differently. Their cases are solved. Race is the center of this in many ways as well. Unfortunately, we leave we know that across the criminal justice system. We leave we leave it at that. You know, we know this across the criminal justice system. There is something in play, right? There's ideals and ideologies set in place in order to target certain people and to create separations within our societies on even a communal on a communal level, bro. It's crazy. On a communal level, like we are really not doing shit. And that's insane, bro, to even think about, right? Like I, I was just talking about this and thank you so much. I was like, Jazz. Um I was like, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for for even, you know, letting me letting me come to this realization, which is and, and I'll I'll tell you guys right now, um, because I'm, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the quote straight from from what from what we were discussing inside of that live, you know, and really make make an appreciation out to uh, to where it's due, you know, giving credit where it's due. It's important to me. I feel like I feel like it's very important to me. Jax, Jazz, I, I said Jazz, I apologize, Jax, Jax, I appreciate you again, um, I was like, I know that you could be here if you wanted to, it was 4949, I just thought I'd share that, 4949, 444, really let go of, of letting go of old ways, you know, bringing luck, bringing abundance into your life, like reshaping who we are, you know, becoming a true God, a true cosmic, cosmic being, you know, really, really realizing who we are, and then what we're doing and what what our actions are causing you know bringing bringing that awareness bringing that bringing that awareness you know i feel like right now i just really want to i'm really i really hope that i haven't sexually assaulted anyone you know um i really i really i really hope and like and like i say that because like with this conversation being portrayed like there's 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 probably plenty of times when someone wants to do it or they say yes and they're too scared like i had said like i wonder how many times like 
because I've been sexually assaulted on on a number of occasions on like a number of like different levels, right? On a number of di- on a number of different levels, um, and and I know which ones. I, like I know like I've consented to a lot, and I did want to have it a lot. You know, at the same time, um, like I, I know that like if I had said yes, that it, like it wasn't a whole lot. Like I wasn't a victim in that case. You know, I just was a victim of myself in that manner. Um, not to say that like people of rape are victims because I, I mean, aren't victims because I believe that they are within that situation. Like at that moment they were, um, I do believe that like we have to move out of that victim mindset, you know, and really work through the emotions and like work through the feelings of what the, the trauma caused and really like, you know, heal on that. Um, and it's a process and I, my heart goes out to anyone, um, still, you know, healing, um, and healed from, from a sexual assault case wholeheartedly i'm gonna I'm take a i'm gonna take a minute to to pause the chapter and to just really say um i'm very thankful to anyone listening to this podcast right now who is able to uh express themselves a little more uh truly now um within like going through the shadow work and with us talking about this you know i feel like it's very important um and i'm very thankful that you that that i know you are strong enough and that that like you 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 are strong enough and like you'll be strong enough um and you are as strong as you need to be right now okay and i thank you for being even here um and if you need to talk to it i was like please the mindset show instagram is uh fully up and running it's uh, it's already up it's posting uh pictures and whatnot as well as the only fans um if you follow that or sub- subscribe to that please feel free to dm me um i'd love to have a conversation with you um you know, like on no matter how much it, it costs, you know, like uh, like tips are just welcome. You know, like it could be free if you really want just like, you know, a five minute conversation. Just really like you can message me like I, I would love to talk to you. I would wholeheartedly love to talk to you. Um, and I just thank you for even listening to me and listening to us really, you know, um, talk about this. I, I, I feel I feel it. I feel it and I love it. And I just I'm appreciative that I even have this chance and, I'm, and that I, I know myself enough to be able to bring it to everyone else so i appreciate you guys for that wholeheartedly um with that being said i appreciate you and i thank you at i i'm here at i arrive at soon we thank you in the name of the living god consciousness amen um let me say a little prayer for the podcast wholeheartedly while we're in the middle of it just to you know keep the energy strong and clear and really protected you know really protected really protected while we're doing this shadow work while we're going in while we're in this state you know let's just I'm sending out positive healing energy fully. If you want to feel and take this healing energy, you can take it. If you want to take this protection, you can take it. Do what you wish. You have free will. You have free will. My energy is my energy. Your energy is your energy. Ooh, even an equal exchange. Just safe, safe, safe. Pure exchange of love, of love, of love. Sending prayers your way. Sending healing and healed energies your way. I love you. I appreciate you. I surround myself and everyone on this podcast, everyone hearing, anyone listening at whatever time they are hearing or listening or seeing even a glimpse of this message, whether that's on any of my platforms, I completely surround myself in a circle of light as well as them if they choose to be surrounded in a ball of light and an armor of love. Then they, then they choose to hear and, and, and say amen at the end of this. If you choose to affirm this, just, just say amen at the end of it. If you choose to be surrounded in a circle of light and an armor of love in your own energetic field, through yourself and through your own spirit guides, through your own loved ones, through your own connections, your own feelings, you know. I was like left hand over your solar plexus, which is right below your ribs, right hand on your heart. 
channeling channeling that true self back into into love you know all your feelings all feelings back into back into your heart back into back into the divine back into source coming out only as love being fully love you are you are love you are the embodiment of love i'm the embodiment of love right now if you choose to be this if you're listening to this just let's go ahead and take a second let's take a deep breath in for five seconds hold for five seconds and then release for five seconds one two three I surround myself in a circle of light and an armor of love through which nothing can remain and through which nothing can penetrate unlike divine love itself. I call upon my loved ones, the golden ones, my personal spirit guides of all kingdoms, realms, and dimensions to move all energies and entities from my presence, whether they are malicious, deterrent, innocent, or ignorant, taking them to the Father for light and liberation. The Mother, Father, God frees this soul and frees these energies and entities, and I am accepts no reversal, individual or collectively, for the treatment of these energies and entities. We thank you in the name of the living God consciousness. Amen. 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 Fully feeling these energies being sent from your solar plexus into your heart now. Full all of these energies. Sending, 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 sending love, sending healed energies, fully healed, fully, fully healed, fully, full of love. Light and love, light and love only transferred right now. I'm my energy and my energy only. I do not take any of your energy. I just give off my love, accepting these love codes and energies, these light codes and energies, if you wish, if you wish, fully healed now. Releasing your, your feelings of truth and allowing yourself to just fully embody this now. You are fully divinely protected and connected now. You are good, you are good. You are good. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you for joining me on that. If you did, um, and if you know, and if you didn't, that's okay. You don't. You don't have to be. I was like, thank you for tuning into the reading, um, whatsoever. I was like, I hope you at least stayed, whether you said amen or not, whether you you just lost yourself uh, in the middle of that prayer, or in the middle of that, you know, um, light language transmission within itself. Um, I appreciate you wholeheartedly. Um, going back into going back into the chapter, and we only got. We got a couple more pages. We got a uh, one. We got about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Look at that, seven, seven, seven. Lucky, lucky angels are with us right now. Divinely connected and protected. We're here. We're here. We're here. You are good, and we're on page fifty. We are. We are fantastic. We are. We are doing great. I'm worthy. I'm abundant. Ugh, I love these affirmations. You know. All right, let's get back into it. They were boys who were not yet men, but knew already how to do the damage of men. She did not speak of the rape, yet alone, let alone write about it for decades. Finally, in her book, she grappled with the memory. I remember their smells, the squareness of their faces, 
the weight of their bodies, the tangy smell of their sweat, the surprising strength in their limbs. I remember what they enjoyed, that they enjoyed themselves and laughed a lot. I remembered that they had nothing but disdain for me. And now, in the aftermath, as a woman of color and self-described fat woman, she has faced multiple forms of marginalization, myriad layers of hostile silence. Recall from inductory chapter that I take misogyny to be holist to be the holistic girls and women face. To, oh, uh, apology. I take misogyny to be the hostility girls and women face due to the patriarchal forces rather than the holistic men feel deep down in their hearts. Given this, it seems clear that the sexual offense perpetrated by typically adolescent boys against girls count as it, is, it seems clear that the sexual offenses perpetrated by typically adolescent boys against girls count as misogyny. And this is even if one holds that the, perspective, that the perpetrators in such cases may themselves be in some sense the victims of misogyny and rape culture, which inflict moral damage partly via an culturating toxic behavior among those not yet old enough to know better or even to know quite what they are doing if they are very young. This bears directly on the lessons to be learned from Me Too movement.